Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Campania? Haney, post up in the bleachers. You're off, Garvey! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday, cranking it up to 12. Take the song, we'll play it. I believe this is Night Ranger. Chosen by you people. Right now waiting for the Ravens to make their roster moves. Getting down to 53. Practice started today at 12.30, so we are definitely trolling the social media landscape, trying to figure out exactly what is happening for sure. And as soon as we find out, we'll let you know. A couple of ex-Ravens in the news as we chase down Mike Axisa from CBSSports.com. Tyler Beatty looks like he's going to be waived by the Denver Broncos. Tyree Phillips, who was a two-year starter for the Ravens before he was released last year looks like he's going to be released by the new york giants and it looks like jake funk is going to be released by the colts but this is tom palacero nfl network if he clears waivers they want to put him back on the practice squad of course jake funk from a maryland star who overcame many yeah. knee injuries during his collegiate career remember tyson williams uh-huh he's going to be released by the cardinals that's aaron wilson sharing that news. And it seems like it was just a couple short years ago where Tyson Williams was a guy that some Ravens fans wanted to be the star running back for the team. Remember out of BYU? Actually, I kind of a roundabout college career, bunch of different schools. But Tyson Williams looks like he's going to leave there in Arizona. Arizona's letting everybody go, it seems like. I I think they just prefer to go 0-16 and be able to you know what's awesome, Bob? How great would it be? Like, let's say Murray comes back and he plays really good at the end. This would be ideal for Arizona. Mm-hmm. Plays really good at the end of the year, and you feel really comfortable with him. But you still, you know, got the first pick in a draft. So what do you do? You shop Kyler Murray? Oh boy, no. Well, if if you believe in Murray, how much could you get for that number one pick? Oh, yeah. All right. All right, we're assuming that Caleb Williams is a transcendent guy. Yeah. Right? Oh, you could probably get a mega haul. Yeah. Yes. Like Redskins, RG3 kind of stuff. Yeah, and not you have to I mean? probably move that. And, Bob, what if, well, how, how about this? Even make this, how about if uh, 
Houston finishes second to last. Arizona has their pick, too. Oh, how about well, good for you, <laughs> Arizona Cardinals. But let's talk some baseball. Joining us now, back to the program. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato from CBSSports.com. Let's bring in Mike Axisa. Mike, good afternoon. What's happening? Uh, much. How are you guys doing? Good, doing Mike. all right. And we were talking earlier about Cody Bellinger and his bounce-back season. And I'm going to pat myself on the back a little bit because I wanted the Orioles to get him in the offseason. They didn't, so I don't know why I'd be thanking myself. But anyway, this is very similar to what he was four years ago. Has there been a better player since July than Cody Bellinger has been for the Cubs right now? Well, maybe Mookie Betts has been better. I mean, right. just had this just had this incredible August. But Bellinger, I mean, he's been great. And earlier this season really in the first like two or three months, he was really good, but there were, there were some indications like, okay, maybe he's not really this good. You kind of waiting for him to come back to earth, but instead he's, he's gotten better and all the underlying numbers kind of matched up. They all kind of leveled up. And so now this is this performance. It's real. It's supported. Everything looks real. And he's, he's, it's really difficult to know what's what because he just had two horrible seasons and you, that's always in the back of your mind. And you know, what's that going to mean when he becomes a free agent? Because, the performance this year says this guy should get like a $300 million contract, but you also don't have to look back too far to see what he was one of the worst hitters in baseball. But, but what he's doing this year, it's incredible. And I think it's just like a combination of being in the right place, at the right time, working with the right hitting coaches. I think he needed a fresh start away from the Dodgers and it's just worked out perfectly for him. Well, another guy that's raking and that's an understatement in the month of August is Julio Rodriguez for the Mariners who have now taken over first place in the AL West, that division, how's it going to shake out? And where did Seattle come from all of a sudden? Because Mike, it looked like the tread deadline that they might've been selling more than anything else. Yeah. You know, we, the first half was not, was not good. The offense was not good for them. And they had, you know, you kind of looked at the lineup each night and I was like, geez, there's like four or five spots. They could upgrade here. And they really didn't do any of that. The deadline, they made a couple smaller moves, nothing really impactful, but kind of look at the guys they've had, the players they've had on the roster just started playing better. I think Teoscar Hernandez is like the perfect example. He was not good in the first half, and he's been kind of Teoscar Hernandez of all the last few weeks, even better than that, really. And the pitching has been great all season. I think they got probably the best rotation, at least in the American League. I mean, one through five. I mean, they're great there, and they have depth beyond that. The bullpen's good even after trading Seawold, and now they're actually hitting. So uh, so it all just kind of came together at the right time, and the Rangers are – I mean, the Rangers are kind of, I don't want to say collapsing, but they're certainly having a tough time here. It seems like every lead they hand to the bullpen, they blow it. So they've kind of been a perfect storm of the Mariners finally playing to their potential. The Rangers are running into some bad bullpen luck here. Mike Exesa, CBSSports.com, joining us here. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. I mean, the Orioles have been gr- brilliant all year. Tampa, we just talked about the AL West, but here quietly – the Twinkies have built a seven-point lead in the AL Central. Granted, they're the only team with a winning record in said division, but they're getting a little bit healthier here in certain areas. Uh, the kid Royce Lewis is at Grand Slams, back-to-back game, former number all, the number one overall pick. You know, is Minnesota a team? They play well at home. Is this a team that once the playoffs come around? I'm not saying they're going to be the favorites by any stretch, but but it's a team that might surprise us in a little short series. Yeah, I think I think they're built better for the postseason now than they have been the last few years. I mean, they got this like record 18 game postseason losing streak. It's, it goes back to like 20, 2004, I think. It's just it's incredible the streak. And if you look at the rotation now. Okay, they got a pretty good one two punch with Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray. They're hitting more now. The lineup's a little bit more balanced. There were times this year it was just way too 
left-handed. Like everybody in the lineup was, they had like five left-handers in the lineup and they were all the same kind of lefties. They hit home runs. They struck out a lot. And that was a problem. Now they have a little bit more balance. Lewis helps with that because he's a righty and, and, you know, he's hitting grand slams like every night, it seems now, but they're, they're, they're built well for a, a short series. I have some questions about the bullpen. There are some kind of shaky arms back there, but ultimately they're, they're positioned well. I mean, that division is not good. So they're, they're going to walk away with it there. And, you know, once you get to the postseason, you know, anything can really happen. And I have a hard time believing they're going to stretch this losing streak to 20 games. That just seems unlikely. Hey, Mike, the loss of Batista for the O's, how does that affect the playoff run? Yeah, that, that's big because the rotation's not great. It's it's good, but it's not great. They don't really have a true, like, number one dominator. Like, you know, if, you know, if the the, uh, the Mariners could send Luis Castillo out there. Or whatever. They don't have that guy. And their whole game is just you get a lead, you hand it over to Yannir Cotto and Felix Bautista at the, at the end of the game, and it's over. And now they don't have Bautista. So it's, that's kind of a big blow there. And they're going to have some guys who have to kind of step up a notch in the bullpen, take on more important work. And and that that's just risky because it wasn't the deepest bullpen to start with in the middle innings. And, I mean, Bautista, this was not just like a normal good closer. I mean, he's arguably the best closer in the game right now. He has having an unbelievable season. And, and elbow ligament injuries are not usually a short-term thing. It's not like you okay, rest two weeks and come back good as no. This is going to be a while that might end this season. Probably will. I'm not not really sure, but it's it's not good. And that's kind of like the biggest difference, or, uh, biggest like difference for the the Orioles. Any game they were going to have the advantage in the eighth and ninth inning, and now suddenly they don't anymore just because Bautista's gone, and you don't know if he's coming back. Who would be your favorite for the uh, uh, American League? in the playoff run? You know, I don't feel like there's like that dominant team in the American League right now. I'd probably go, I still feel like the Astros are, are like the team to beat there because they've done it before. The rotation's not as good as it has been, even with Verlander coming back. And they're just as more vulnerable than they have been. I still have a hard time being against them just because they are the Astros. And we've seen them do it there. The Mariners, I still kind of have a little bit of questions, some questions about their lineup. And we haven't really seen them kind of you know, we just haven't seen them do it. So I, I kind of feel like it's the Astros, but it's certainly not a runaway like it has in the last few years. Where I mean, the last five, six years, it was pretty sure. Like, if you want to go to the World Series, the American League, you've got to go through Houston. Pretty sure that's not really the case, but I'm still, I, I still feel like they're going to be the most dangerous team when it's all said and done. Mike, in the National League, real quick, how scary are the Phillies going to be in the final month and then to the uh, October Fun Fest that they won last year in the National League? Yeah, I like the Phillies. I think they're built better for the postseason than they are the regular season. I think in a short series, and they got Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, he, he has this is not his best season, but he's still pretty good. And, you know, Ranger Suarez and guys like that, they have a really good rotation. The lineup is, I mean, it's a bunch of players in the lineup who've shown they could go in the postseason and get it done, whether it's Schwarber or Bryce Harper. They've all had just great runs in the postseason, and they're just like an immaculate vibes team. They believe they could win. There's no doubt about it. You know, even when they're not playing their best, they still believe they can win. And I think that's that's maybe not something that's going to win you games, but it's not going to hurt you either. And I just feel like they're built really well for the postseason, even if, you know, sometimes during the regular season, they look pretty normal. Mike Exisa, CBSSports.com. Mike, as always, appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your Turn It Up Tuesday. Crank it up to 12 wherever you are. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. Just don't play Slim Whitman because that kind of sucked because we tried it earlier today. When we come back, American League East report that Pete Futak, collegefootballnews.com. He's going to tell us who's going to win the national championship. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Why? Yankees, Boston, Toronto. The Rays. A closer look at the AL East. Brought to you by Window Nation. Get 50% off any style Window Nation windows. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders. Plus, pay nothing for two years and receive an additional 10% off your order. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. Vinny and Haney. 2-2. Swing and a miss. Got him with a splitter. 1-2. Swing and a miss. Got him with a fastball at 96. Back-to-back strikeouts. Gosman finding that strikeout. He's really had the strikeouts all season. Only one pitcher with more in Major League Baseball this season. Well, you can tell that's Blue Jays radio because it was strikeout, not a strikeout. Kevin Gosman, 7 Ks last night. He surpasses 200 for the season. Former Oriole. Kevin Gosman, you know the story. Fourth, uh, fourth overall pick out of LSU back in 2012. Had moments of brilliance for the Orioles. Was traded away in the purge of 2018. Struggled in Atlanta. Struggled in Cincinnati. Found himself in San Francisco. Got paid in Toronto. And he's pitching like a first-round pick. So congratulations to you, Kevin Gosman. Danny Jansen, by the way, hit a home run as the Blue Jays beat the Nationals 6-3 last night. New York beat Detroit 4-1. Aaron Judge and Glaber Torres went back-to-back in the seventh for that win there. We played this earlier in the day during the whip around as Jose Altuve hit for the cycle against the Red Sox as Houston clobbered Boston 13-5. Scheduled tonight in the AL East. Yankees at Detroit, 640. Tampa at Miami starting a series there, 640. Washington at Toronto, 707. And then back at Fenway are the Astros and Red Sox at 710. Orioles win last night, 9-zip over the White Sox. As we've talked about, Grayson Rodriguez, one hit, six shutout innings. Picks up the win. Anthony Santander, three-run bomb onto the flag court. The Ryans each driving in two. McKenna and O'Hearn. And the bullpen scoreless in support of Grayson Rodriguez. No real pressure to get things done then, but it was still somewhat of a game before the Orioles blew it open late, thanks to Anthony Santander. Tonight, 7.05. Birds taking on the White Sox again. Dean Kramer, 12-5 with a 431. 
taking on Jesse Schultons, one and six with a four fifteen. Orioles eighty two and forty nine on the year, forty one and twenty five at home, two and a half up in the division, plus ninety five now. Run differential eight and two in the last ten. Brandon Hines, your skipper. White Sox fifty two and eighty, twenty four and forty three on the road. Seventeen games back in the Central, where they're in fourth place, minus one thirty three is the run differential four and six in the last ten standings in the American League East. Orioles two and a half, as we said, up on Toronto or Tampa. Toronto's ten and a half back. Boston thirteen and a half back. Yankees nineteen back. Twins seven up on the Guardians, as we just talked about with Mike Axisa. Seattle's a game up on both Texas and Houston in the West. Atlanta's twelve and a half up on Philly. Milwaukee's five up on Chicago, and the Dodgers thirteen up. On Arizona, Orioles will be in Arizona, by the way, this weekend. Wild cards, if the playoffs started today, American League, Tampa, Texas, and Houston. Toronto, two and a half back. Boston, still five and a half back in the National League. Philadelphia, Cubbies, and the Diamondbacks. San Francisco's a half game back. Reds are one and a half back. And the Marlins have something to play for. They're two and a half off the pace there. So that's your baseball update standings-wise here on this Turn It Up Tuesday as we're in the final couple of days, the month of August. So things are really starting to percolate. And that AL West is wide open, oh, as we just yeah. talked about with Mike. That'll be that'll be an interesting, you know, finish. Because Seattle's hot as hot can be, man. And Rodriguez is wearing it out. I mean, he's like hitting slow-pitch softball stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like four, four hits games, a night. Yeah. Four hits a night for him. Now, Ravens news, where we get a break and bring in our buddy Pete Futak to call, uh, talk some college football. Maryland opens against Towson this Saturday at 3.30 down in College Park. Cordell Woodland, shaking it up, sports. Our colleague here on The Fan. Ravens not practicing, at least as he did his attendance report. Remember, everybody, you only get that half hour now. Yeah. You're not out there watching the entire practice session unfold. First of all, Bateman's back, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Ba- uh, well, Bateman's Bate. he's been back. Well, I guess he didn't practice yesterday, so oh. he's back today. Yes, uh, today, no Tyler Huntley, no Keaton Mitchell. <laughs> So we're not even – you can speculate, Vinny. I'm not because I don't think Keaton Mitchell's getting cut by the rain. I don't know. Bob, I can't speculate. I, I don't – Bob, I don't know why they're waiting till 3 o'clock to cut. John's meeting with the media at 2.30. Right. And then what, 4 What do you think the first question's going to be? So who are you cutting? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get in all that. You watch her all out. You watch her all out. I can go. We'll release it at 4. No Huntley, no Mitchell, no Ben Mason. No Andrews again, and we heard John Harbaugh talking about that earlier in the show. That hey, don't don't worry, he'll be ready for Houston. Malik Harrison, Christian Welch, Malik Ham, David Ajabo, Tavius Robinson, Tay Hayes, Pepe Williams, Marlon Humphrey. They're both hurt, mm-hmm. and uh, Kevon Seymour. These are players not out there, at least in the open portion to the media. That they could come rolling out there. Yeah. They could be out there right now for all we know, you know? Yeah, because of what? Probably the first 20 minutes they're doing special teams anyhow. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I guess we're not going to get the Ravens list till 4 o'clock. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, talk some college football with Pete Futak from collegefootballnews.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Five times a day for the latest breaking sports news. 1057 The Fan. Hey, 1057 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday, cranking it up to 12. Little David Lee Roth solo. Talking about that Yankee Rose from 1986. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serato. Maryland starts their college football season Saturday at home against Towson. 3.30 kickoff. Speaking of Maryland, real quick, Chad Ryland has won the kicking job with That's New awesome. England. That's Fourth awesome. round pick. How Maryland replaces him. We'll talk to Mike Loxley oh, about yeah. that one tomorrow. Because yeah. Chad Ryland, a very integral part of Maryland getting back to the bowl cycle. Can they stay there? Here to talk about that and more from collegefootballnews.com. Let's welcome back to the program. First time in a while, Pete Futak. Pete, what is up? How you guys been? All right, Pete. man. Waiting on you, dude. All right, we'll start with Maryland. Back-to-back bowl wins. Always talking about them uh, taking it to the next level. Last year, the Big Ten will have the divisions, and, you know, Maryland's stuck in the toughest one of them all. Your expectations for the Terps, the schedule looks pretty, I don't want to say easy, but doable in the first few weeks of it. What does Maryland have to do this year for them and us Maryland fans to feel comfortable out the, about the direction of the program here? Well, it depends on what the direction of the program is, and it's going to change for everybody because this year the direction is you want to just go back to a bowl game and you want to see more improvement, and you have to beat one of uh, the bigger teams in the division already. Like, like you, yes, you're in a tough division. Michigan State's going to be better than it was last year. But between Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, get one of those wins. Like, get one, get something that really can kind of say, all right, we can actually hang with one of these bigger teams. Uh, and then next year, when we expand to the 12 team playoff, assuming it's kept in the same sort of format, the goal changes for everybody. The goal then becomes get the 10 and 2. And if you're Maryland, you're never going to go undefeated. You're never going to go 11 and 1. You'll never make a 14 playoff. But on the right year, if everything kind of breaks right when we kind of change up the divisions and how this all works, yeah, 10 wins, and if everything goes perfectly, could could possibly happen. So you want to see that sort of differentiating factor in the offense that says, yeah, down in the future, we have some hope that we can uh, be one of those teams that can kind of get in that mix. Staying in the Big Ten, Michigan State. Two years ago, they were one of the big surprises, Pete, in college football. Tucker got, what, a $9 million a year contract extension. Good for him, for sure. But, you know, Maryland beat them last year, for instance. Where are we with Michigan State? Was two years ago an aberration, or is this really a program on the ascend here? 
A little bit of all of it. Uh, I was never really that sold, even when they were rocking and rolling a couple years ago, because they still didn't have a pass defense. And it's kind of the weirdest thing about the Mel Tucker uh, era is that for being a defense, great defensive mind, his defenses have not been great. Uh, So they lost a bunch of the transfer portal. Uh, The the offense is going to have to get the running game going because the passing attack is going to need some work. And this is kind of going to have to be that year where they show that they they can actually hang again with the Michigans and Ohio State. Because at the moment, talent-wise, Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State, they've gone up a few notches. Those three are – there's Ohio State talent-wise, Michigan just a notch below that, Penn State right about there, and then about 50 feet and then everyone else. And so Michigan State's going to have to kind of show that, that they can have a style – that's good enough to at least hang with those big guys. Hey, Pete, do you think this is a year that uh, Penn State can get, you know, a win from either Michigan or Ohio? They got Michigan at home. They go to the Buckeyes, you know. So is this the year for Penn State? To get a win against one of them, yes. I don't think they can do enough to win the, the, the Big Ten. Ohio State's just too good. I, I'm still – I'm still one of those who believes that it's going to come down to Michigan, Ohio State. I'm one of those who believes that both of them are going to get in the college football playoff again. I just, the Ohio State is so loaded. I mean, they, and that's for good and for bad. They just, they get so much NFL talent there that they might lose once. They're not going to lose twice in a regular season. And Michigan, this is, I, I said this last year and even the year before, it's still, this is Jim Harbaugh's best Michigan team. He's got a veteran quarterback, and we kind of all forget that quarterback's always been a little bit of a problem in the the Harbaugh era. And even last year, J.J. McCarthy wasn't the sure thing starter, uh, and he wasn't early on. And uh, so now that's settled. The lines are phenomenal. The defense is still great, and they've they've got everything in place to roll through this. But Penn State's still young, but talent wise, they are right there to win one of those two games against the two. Hey, Pete, will USC be able to play good enough defense to make it to the final four? They did last year, even when they were bad. I mean, they remember if Caleb Williams doesn't pull that hamstring in the Pac-12 championship, I mean, Utah was coming out blazing, so I'm not going to like just yeah. assume anything, but if he, he was playing on one leg and that was it. If he was fully healthy and they win that, they're in the college football playoff. Ohio State isn't, and they would have been in with this bad defense that didn't do anything this year, and this year's defense is going to be just a smidge better. So as long as 13 stays in one piece, yeah, just the, the defense just has to hold serve once in a while. Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com, joining us here, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, talking about the start of the season, which was technically last week. Notre Dame blows out Navy. USC, who Vinny just brought up, you know, they survive, if you want to call it that, San Jose State. But let's look ahead to this weekend. Pete, you got LSU ranked five, Florida State ranked number eight. Of the two, the one most likely to crash that Final Four party. I would say, well, okay, actually two weird, two separate ways to answer this to be annoying about it. LSU's better. I think LSU is going to win. I, I think Florida State's going to start two and two. I think they're going to lose also at Clemson. But if you're asking the, the direct of your question is who's got the better chance, it's Florida State because they have a much easier path. LSU's got to go through Alabama and the, you know, the SEC West. So, as we still have seen, in the college football playoff era of four teams, we have yet to have uh, a multiple-loss team get into the Final Four. So, Florida State, if it can split those two games between LSU 
uh, and Clemson. It's not that bad a schedule the rest of the way. I, I'm kind of worried about the game at Pitt. They still have to play Florida. And this is a good enough ACC where anybody can trip them up on the right day. Uh, but and but LSU's just the better team. So, uh, but we'll we'll see. I mean, this is like a it this is like a, a playoff game right out of the gate because the loser of this is probably eliminated considering what each of them has left to play. Pete, who's going to be a surprise team in the ACC? <sighs> I can here in a weird way. I, I'm going to again. I'd be really annoying on this. <laughs> Can Clemson can Clemson be a surprise? Because everyone's forgotten about them. Mm. Everyone has kind of said, "Well, Clemson, yeah, they were in the college football playoff last year if they don't gag late against South Carolina, and they did it with a shaky offense, a defense that had a whole slew of problems, and this year's defense is absolutely loaded with NFL talent across the board. This defense is going to be a powerhouse if Cade Klubnik can be as good as the hype." and the downfield passing game can finally show up after it hasn't been there for a few years, I I kind of think that Clemson, in a weird way, is flying under the radar in the college football playoff chase. And everyone just kind of forgot that, you know, Clemson, that that they're still, if it's not Florida State, Clemson is the powerhouse in that conference. But the other team that might surprise, I don't think this is even a surprise anymore, I think everyone keeps underrating Pittsburgh. Uh, they just every single year they bring the pass rush. Uh, Phil Jerkovich under center is going to be fine. The offense is going to be good enough. And if they, I, I kind of think it's going to be that winner of the Pitt Florida State game in early November ends up playing Clemson for the uh, ACC championship. All right, Pete. Last thing for you: Heisman Trophy outside of Caleb Williams and Drake May. Who are we watching most to get that trip at least to New York and make people sweat a little bit? Yeah, I am so. It's it's so the field. I mean, this is one of those years where the problem is, you know, how do you get to the how do you get to the to New York as a finalist? Well, you're one of the top players on a team that goes to the college football playoff. Like Max Duggan was on nobody's radar last year. You know, so this is one of those years where. We still don't 100% know who the uh, Ohio State guy is going to be, even though we kind of do know who the Ohio State quarterback is going to be. We know who the Georgia quarterback is going to be, but he's just starting out. Uh, And Michigan J.J. McCarthy is is a Heisman finalist. I don't think he's going to have the stats and the stuff there. Same with Alabama, Jalen Milrow. So all of a sudden you've got all these – the top teams probably aren't going to have a sure thing Heisman candidate. So this is going to be one of those years where – I don't think it's going to be Caleb Williams. His stats aren't going to be great because that defense is going to be a little better. He's not going to have uh, to throw it for a million times and have put up those numbers. This is going to be one of those years like, uh, you know, we had with uh, Joe Burrow and to a certain extent, Lamar Jackson and uh, Cam Newton and Johnny Manziel, uh, where it just kind of comes from out of the blue. There's going to be one quarterback, whether it's, you know, one of the guys from the Pac-12, take your pick, Michael Penix Jr. from Washington, I still think DJ Uyunglele is a top shelf NFL talent if he can put it all together. Maybe it's Bo Nix. You know, who, there are so many different talents out there. Uh, so I, I just say, hey, if you got an idea on someone, like maybe a Sam Hartman. He already put himself on the radar because everyone watched that game. He's going to have the big game. I think he's older you know, than Haney. Crazy, huh? <laughs> but there is, there's still got to be a set out there that there are some guys like 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 Hartman who's probably like older than Lamar Jackson still. Like, isn't isn't Lamar Jackson still like 20? I think there's always this, this crazy stats that yeah. that there's like always like all these quarterbacks who are older than all these NFL guys.
Yeah, we age and he gets younger, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Pete Futek, college, collegefootballnews.com. Pete, as always, appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your Turn It Up Tuesday. We'll crank it up to 12 for you. Thanks, Pete. Have a good one, you guys. Yep. You got it. Pete Futek, everybody. It's video at 8105.7. The fan will come back, take a trip through the fun house with Nolan McGraw. Got uh, inside access coming up here at 2 o'clock. And then it's Baltimore Baseball Tonight live from Pickles Pub. Me and Jim Hunter brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Getting you ready for the Orioles-White Sox game, too. Orioles went handily in game one, trying to win the series tonight. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Some foreigner for you. Double vision. Orioles tonight trying to double their fun against the White Sox. Making it two in a row anyway. They're winning the opener. Nine zip. Grace Rodriguez, one hit through six. Picks up the W. Anthony Santander, another home run. The McKenna, or McKenna and O'Hearn, two ribbies each. Bullpen scoreless in the Orioles' roll through Chicago. Dean Kramer goes for his 13th victory of the season coming up tonight at 7.05. Baltimore Baseball tonight brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Me and Jim Hunter live from Pickles Pub coming up at 6. Joe LaCroix. We'll be there tonight. No Nolan McGraw. Quick draw, you're not going to be back down there until they come back from that long road trip through, what is it, Arizona, Anaheim, and Boston. Right. The Ravens will be playing. Ravens will have a game a under their regular belts. Regular season game under their belt by the time I'm back at Pickles. Man. That'll be the Monday after, yeah. Now, Norm, you do you do it for our pregame for the uh, football games, right? Uh, yeah, me and Joe will split those as well. Actually, we were uh, dividing up the schedule a little bit earlier today. So know. who decides what? Is that uh, amongst yourselves? It's a collaborative. Shuckles get in there and start. Uh, no, nah, nah, we don't. We don't need a middleman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me and Joe, it's uh, it's hardcore negotiation, but uh, we both leave friends, so it's it's all good. All right, here we go, real quick. This is Jeff's reback. Uh, ben Mason has been waived. That's not shocking. He'll be on the practice squad. Tay Hayes, that was your guy. He was waived. <laughs> well. He yeah. was waving yeah. Saturday night. He's waving at the other receivers there. So there were a couple of roster moves on the hills would happen yesterday. Of course, now John Harbaugh is going to meet with the media at 2.30. So he'll have a couple more players to talk about. But Cordell tweeted out the list of uh, performers not out there. And Hayes and obviously Mason were two of them. But other guys like Keaton Mitchell and Huntley and Ajabo, I mean, they're obviously making the team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No. Bob, the thing with Mason is I think he'll be on a practice squad because he and Ricard were the only ones, you know, taking those reps. And Mason took most of them throughout. Right. So I think he'll be on a practice squad. And if something were ever to happen to uh, Ricard, then I would think that would just elevate Mason. Because Mason's been in the organization for, what, he had that cup of coffee in New England? England, Yeah. Been here for three years, basically, when they drafted him out of Michigan. So... Tay Hayes, though, does he stick around or other options either way? Uh, depends on how many DBs they cut, you know, because they're, they're keeping the draft picks. We know that. So I, I don't know how many corners. It's going to be kind of interesting to see kind of the 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 math they do to yeah. get to their 53. And remember, Pepe Williams had the ankle surgery. He's going to miss uh, the first month. And who knows how long Marlon Humphrey's going to be out. Yeah, we don't know Marlon and we don't know Bowser. Those are the three. 
Spitty at Haiti, 105.7, the fan quick draw. What do you think of those roster moves? You're an aficionado on the Ravens uh, roster. You're going to figure out the practice squad for us, too, by tomorrow, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll give you my my sleepers for every team's practice squad. Who the Ravens <laughs> Anthony be Brown will be the quarterback. I try to keep all four around in some capacity. Now, I saw here uh, Brian Wacker, been on the show a couple times yeah. now, tweeted out that uh, Keaton Mitchell – according to his sources, is going to make the team. Again, no surprises there, but, you know, we trust Brian, so. Oh, no doubt. Congrats yeah. to Keaton Mitchell. Well, that means that Melvin Gordon won't. No. Okay. No. I'd, I'd be totally shocked. I, I mean, I, yeah, if he makes it, you know. I, I guess I'll be shocked if Ben Cleveland makes it, but I won't be because a lot of people have picked him to stay on the team. Yeah, I mean, you invest a third-round pick in a guy you – Give him every opportunity you can. Yeah. And I mean, look at, you know. But he doesn't seize the opportunity. Sure, but I mean, how, <laughs> long, did it, uh, feet. how long did it take a Ben Powers to eh, develop? And it took him point. until his final yeah. year. So, you know, if we were talking about hey, Ben Powers. Hey, I, I thought he was a dog for two years. I mean, I was yeah. killing him because he was, I, I said he was making love to the ground all the time. <laughs> so maybe uh, Ben Cleveland is uh, can go the same route. Who knows? Yep. Now Ben Powers getting paid handsomely. By the yeah. Denver Broncos. By the way, we're just talking about Max Duggan with uh, yeah. Pete Futak. He was waived today by the Chargers, oh, okay. who uh, led TCU to the championship game. College football last year. Well, I got another show to do. Joe LaCroix is going to meet me down at Pickles. Quick draw. Let's go to that fun house of yours. Quick draws. Fun house. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Well, we got one texter here in response to Mike Exisa, who was on with us earlier in the hour talking about the Orioles' rotation. Texter points out that really at this point, Kyle Bradish is performing like the staff ace. All of his numbers across the board comparable to pretty much every team's number one around the league. Yeah, heading into his last start, I believe he had the lowest or tied with Cole for the lowest ERA among American League starters. I like Bradish. It's the other guys that need to get convinced, I yeah. guess. Well, they don't see them as much as that we mm-hmm. see them. I'm hoping that they're following them a little more closely right. than just uh, the cursory see what's happening on MLB Network. I'm assuming they're down with what's going on. ESPN's not yet, but that's a them thing. Again. What's LeBron doing? Aaron Rodgers, LeBron James. Get ready for that. Nauseating. This one here from Troy in Towson says, uh, Tylen Wallace looked just like a completely different player this preseason. Could Todd Munkin have unlocked him fully? Um, I think maybe just the confidence and stuff, but maybe because of the offense and they throw the ball more. Yeah, uh, I give Todd some of that credit, but I give the kid a ton of credit because I think you know, I mean, he was awesome on special teams last year. So I think he was going to make the team because of teams. But his uh, route running and all those things, they've improved a lot. Well, the Ravens, they didn't draft Stetson Bennett. I know that was a conversation leading up to the draft this year. But Stephen Baltimore here 
still like to take a swing at it, says if the Ravens are unsure about who should be their backup quarterback, why not trade a sixth or seventh rounder for Stetson Bennett? Uh, nothing significant from him in the preseason, but uh, Steve here says feel like he would be a better fit in the Munkin offense than any of the Ravens' current backup options. Isn't he gonna isn't he gonna be the backup at the Rams? I but I thought I would think, yeah. He threw a couple of picks the other day. Yeah, he that. didn't he like he didn't have a good game this last one, but I think the ones before that I think he did a pretty decent job. I mean they invested a fourth round pick. They're not getting rid of him yet and they're not definitely not trading him for a sixth. That's it. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. That's going to do it for us. We're back tomorrow with Woman Crush Wednesday. Maryland coach Michael Loxley will be joining us. We'll preview the season with him. We got Ryan Wilson from CBSSports.com. Jim Hunter is going to be joining us as he does every Wednesday to talk Orioles. Hopefully talking about the Orioles winning the series against Chicago and going for the sweep. Remember tomorrow's games in the afternoon. That's going to do us. Inside Access coming up next. We got Baltimore Baseball tonight brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts Live pickles me and jim hunter so tune in then if you're going to the game stop by obviously and say hello for nolan mcgraw vinnie serato and bob haney stay safe stay healthy we'll talk to you in the morning for now last dismissed this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 